Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Rainbow's Weekly Podcast. I'm here with Tony McKinnon on a special day. Um, we call him T-Mac, by the way. And that's Dr. C, our yeah. host. Yeah. Now, actually, I, I actually took a picture the other day um, of your company. Did you know you had a company? Didn't know I had a company. I'm not getting any royalties. Any. Well, I, I was behind this car the other day, and... Um, and from Oklahoma, and on the it said Mrs. T Mac on, on the back of her car. So I looked up what it said there. It says T Max Auto Detail. Um, yeah, definitely not my company. Yeah, I only so. wash my own vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I didn't, didn't know if that was yours or not. Yeah, my my wife's got a her tag says Lady Mac. Yeah, it says Lady Mac. Yeah. I, know, I know. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Anyway, she used to be the Lady Nailbender. Oh, really? Yeah, back in the days of CB Radio. Oh, that just... dates us. I was nail bender and she was lady nail bender. Yeah, CB Radio. <laughs> <laughs> True story. A long time ago. Some of our listeners probably have no clue what a CB yeah, Radio is. Yeah. yeah. You can Google that, guys. I mean, yeah, it's Google Citizen, CB Radio. Citizens Band. I mean, that, that was a big deal back there. Yep. And, of course, you know, that was a whole big thing of smoking the bandit, you know, though. Oh, yeah. You know, convoy and all that kind of stuff anyway we want to hear from you we want to hear from you um you can email us at podcast podcast at org, or you can like us on instagram and facebook at rama podcast and you know also be sure to share the pod our podcast with your friends neighbors loved ones and people you don't like you know so we just want to share um the podcast now we have it once again here in the studio, Pastor Darren Baldwin from Live Oak, Florida. He's not paying much attention to us right I'm now. I'm listening. I'm yeah. listening. He's a little ADHD. Yeah. I'm, didn't I'm take always his, He didn't I'm, take I'm, his medication today. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm always. That's the problem. I've never gotten on medication. <laughs> yeah, he needs prayer. So please pray yeah. for yeah, Pastor pray Darren. Pray for me. Yeah. So anyway, it's a special day. I mean, not today. Actually, it's June 23rd. But we are talking about July 4th because this, this program is going to air on, on the 1st of July. And I believe that July 4th is an important, mm-hmm. you know, important date, obviously, you know, in the history of the United States. I mean, it's when we became free, a free country, July 4th, 1776. We became a country. We declared our independence um, from Great Britain. And um, it's a day we celebrate our freedoms, you know. And um, I think it's more important than ever before. Um, because it just seems today in our country, if you love America, people hate you for whatever whatever yeah, reason. I you're mean, some, you're an extremist of some sort. Yeah, I mean, it's because I have a flag or whatever. But, but um, you know, my, my dad was is, is was proud and proudly served in the army for you know for three years and um, loves this country. And so I was brought up two things. You know, he, my my dad taught me. First of all, to love God with all our heart. That's obviously that's in the Bible. That's the first commandment with promise. The second thing is to love our country. And my, my dad, he believes red, white, and blue, and so do I. I mean, I, I love our country. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've had the opportunity to travel to many countries around the world. And although we don't have a perfect country, it's still the best country mm-hmm. in the world. You know, and I'm proud of the country. And I'm, I've, I'm, I'm proud of our, of our military, our veterans, uh, you know, and our, our, our active service members that, that are serving our country. I'm proud of our police, you know, the fire department, you know, you know all the first responders, you know, I mean, they do incredible, incredible things for this country. They love this country. And uh, I think it's really upsetting to me that because I support 
the military, the police, the fire, that people think I'm an extremist. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's you know, not, not, it's not cool. You know, and, you know, I, I, it bothers me to watch people burn our flag, you know, and step on our flag, turn it upside down, do all kinds of stuff. And, you know, I, I guess we live in a free country and they have the right to do that, but it still bothers Make me. Make statements like it's irrelevant today. Yeah. I you mean, know. you know, it's, and, and I think so more than ever before that we should be proud to be an American. Yeah. You know, I, I know you were singing the Lee Greenwood song here a few minutes ago. I mean, he's, um, you know, unfortunately, our human jukebox is. He's, he's out, in Tennessee. He's in Tennessee out ministering to a bunch, bunch of youth, or we would have him come and sing God Bless America or, or, or things like that. But, but we want to have a special podcast um, about the 4th of July. And I know, Tony, you, you have a number of things that you have here. And so why don't, why don't you read us some things that you were, you were talking about? Well, here. Here's a little history. You know, that's, that's part of the problem is we, we don't know our roots. We don't know. We've, we've, we've allowed ourselves to be removed from I mean, our foundations. Well, is, isn't, I mean, that's something else. I mean, history has been, you know, taken away from us. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, people don't, I mean, our history, you know, there's a lot of bad things happen in our history, mm-hmm. but, but they still happen. Yeah. And we can learn from our history, you know, you know, what not to do and how to change things. But anyway, go ahead. Here's a little bit of stuff about George Washington, and then I'll quote a few others here just to kind of set the mood and start the conversation. So during the dark days of the American Revolution, when the Continental Army had experienced several setbacks, there was a farmer that lived near the battlefield, and he approached Washington's camp. And suddenly his ears called an earnest voice raised in agonizing prayer. And on coming near, he saw it was the great general down on his knees in the snow, his cheeks wet with tears, and he was asking God for assistance and guidance. The farmer snuck back home and uh, told his family, it's going to be all right. We are going to win. And what makes you think so, his wife asked. And he said, well, I heard General Washington pray out in the woods today. And such fervent prayer I have never heard. And God will surely hear and answer that kind of praying. And we know the farmer was right. And it happened, I believe, because George Washington our founding father, if you will, put his hope, put his trust in God. And when you think about George, I mean, he's almost legendary. Uh, during the French and Indian War, he survived unscathed, although two of his horses were shot out from under him and four bullets passed through his coat. Wow. Uh, and then uh, while serving as general, in the Continental Army, Washington shared his faith and convictions with his men in an actually in an order that was dated July the 9th, 1776. So five days after uh, the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And in that order to the troops, it says General Washington hopes and trusts that every officer and man will endeavor to live and act as becomes a Christian soldier defending the dearest rights and liberties of this country to the distinguished character of a patriot, it should be our highest glory to add the more distinguished character of a Christian. Well, <laughs> Imagine good. if a general in today's army put out a written order like that to the troops. You well, know, and, and I, I think that's, we've, they've made it, or I don't know who they is, but, but there's, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of people in America that don't want Christianity to be a part of America, yeah. but like it or not, it's woven into the fabric. I mean, 
from day one, from the day the pilgrims got off the Mayflower, I mean, you realize the reason they came to this land was to worship God mm -hmm. the way they please. And, you know, our founding fathers were all Christians. In fact, a number of them were pastors. Yep. You know, because I've been told, you know, some people have seen me. I've been, I've been very, um, very involved politically. I mean, mainly because I believe that, um, you know, it's my constitutional right as an individual. I mean, if, if Christians are out not in politics, that means we have a lot of worldly people ruling us. And I, I believe it, that, that Christians, as Christians, we should be involved in, in politics. And I believe that God has called some people to run for positions. Sure. To, and, and, um, you know, and I, I, one of the things that I'm endeavoring to do is, is help some good Christian individuals to win their races, not just in Oklahoma, but, but all over all over America, because I mean, we, we need some good men and women, you know, that 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 are not swayed by big pharma, big this, you know, special interest group, but are swayed by the Bible. Yeah, you know, big Bible believing, you know, and now you know, obviously, we have one of your friends, Mark Wayne Mullen. I mean, right here in Oklahoma, he he was he was a plumber. Yeah, you know, and you work for him. That's right. Yeah, yeah, but he felt God called him to, to run, and he, he's our 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 congressman. It's the second district here in Oklahoma. I mean, good Christian guy. Was just went to Bible seminar the other day. Yeah, sure yeah. was. I know you're good friends with you. Mm -hmm. I know I'm, our our governor here in in great state of Oklahoma, Governor Stitt. He's a preacher's son, Assembly of God. I mean, he's he's you know, he believes in the Bible. He's he you know he speaks in other tongues, which is you know that's you know, that's not normal. But you know we we need Christians in, in politics. Yeah. You know, and, and like it or not, you know some people say, well, you know, separation church or state. But you know, our founding fathers were Christians. Our founding fathers, some of them were pastors. And I don't know if you realize that it was illegal what they did. Oh yeah, they I mean, and, they and, lost their fortunes, most of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, for them to go against, you know, some people said, well, you know, we shouldn't go against the government. You know, what? Well, if if they're if the government's trying to tyrannically rule us, then then we we have just cause. And um, it's interesting that separation of church and state kind of flipped sides last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there wasn't much of a separation with the overreach that was happening last year. That, that, uh, that obviously doesn't apply to, when it comes from the other angle. Yeah, that's There's true. not a separation then. But, and, uh, and the deal is we have a thing called the United States Constitution. In the Constitution, we have constitutional rights. And those rights have been given to us. Um, and even go back to the Declaration of Independence. I mean, I mean, I mean, you can't read that. You know, I mean, talk about you know God-given rights. Yeah. And you know, and it's all about God. This country was founded upon 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 basically God and the Ten Commandments. I mean, Ten Commandments. You know, that, that's why most courthouses you know used to have the Ten Commandments mm -hmm. you know, because because we were founded on Christian principles. And you know, we are still one nation under God, and I think that we need to celebrate that. Mm. And you know, I, I think we need to get back to the motto that. that that our our um, Congress put on our money in God we trust. Yeah, you know, and we don't hear a lot of talking about that. But I think that you know, I know here at Rainbow Bible Church, we've always the Fourth of July has always been a big deal. We always have celebrated the freedom that we have been given freedom, you know, by the Christian flag, but because of Jesus Christ. But many, you know, Jesus died on the cross so that we can be free. But many men and women have died on the battlefield so that we can be free. Yeah. And you know, those freedoms have been taken away from us here here recently, or tried to be taken away from us. And I think it's time for us to fight for our rights. And um, I know that. 
Um, some of people say, well, why are you so involved in quote-unquote politics? I, I, I'm just trying to take my constitutional rights, and, you know, and, and as a, I've always said that we as Christians, first of all, we, we should pray for this country. You know, we should pray for our land. Secondly, we should vote. Um, I always thought our vote would count, and that's a whole other thing we're not going to get, you know, get involved <laughs> you know, into. But, but um, you know, I decided to do my best to, to, to be involved um, in trying to help shape this country. And, you, um, you better. We yeah. better. Yeah, because if we don't. <laughs> we better. <laughs> if, if we don't, you know, and I know that I've, I've you know, there's some pa- pastors that don't like it that I've been pretty vocal but the thing about it, like I said, Darren's right. I mean, if, if we don't do something, I mean, you know, we're going we're gonna to be ruled by, you know, who knows what. I mean, you know. the, one of the things about freedom, you have to fight for freedom while you still have freedom, at least in our deal right now. You ha- we have the freedom now to still fight for our freedom. But once those freedoms start slipping away, it's going to be even harder to actually fight. There'll have to be another revolution of some sort to gain back the freedom if we let it slip. But yeah. we have the freedom now, and you're doing, you're acting like a, an American citizen by standing up for what you believe in, which is what a lot of pastors and ministers have really struggled with in the last several years because it's not convenient. Uh, most churches are, I don't know how Rainbow Bible churches, a lot of churches are divided right down the middle in a lot of cases yeah. where if you mention one political candidate, Everybody, half the church hates you. You mentioned the other one, the other half hates you. And it's dangerous territory, unfortunately. It's polarized now, but it doesn't mean that we should not stand up for the truth. You said it over lunch uh, earlier, man. You're afraid to lose people. You're afraid to lose finances and, you know, uh, whatever. But it's a fear that is paralyzing. Mm-hmm. It's paralyzing. Well, the Bible says the truth shall make you free. Yeah. And, you know, we need to speak the truth. And, you know, the, the thing about it is, you know, it's not about political party, but it's about lining up with God's word. Absolutely. And, and, and if um, your political party doesn't line up with God's word, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, you, know, you have a right to, to believe that, but I, I don't. You know, and, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, I mean, I, I do everything based upon the word. Now, now I, I have voted for people of both political parties, you know, but, you know, the person, I, I need to get to know the person. You know, it's not, not about, you know, what party is from, what, what, what is, what do they stand for? And, um, I mean, for the most part, it seems that one political party has kind of gone overboard. The other political party, you know, stands for what, the way I, I believe. And that's, that's kind of the way it's been, you know, when I'm, I'm not here to talk about Democrat Republicans because it's not about that. It's about God. And um, I think it's interesting because, you know, you, I know you have some more stuff there, Tony, about some of our, our founding fathers and other folks. You know, the, the, some statements have been made over the years uh, about them, you know, that if they're made today, people would, would call them, yeah. you know, crazy. Yeah. For example, this one's pretty, pretty common. Folks, folks, most listeners probably have heard this one, George Washington again. It is impossible. You know, our first president, General George Washington, it is impossible. He's on the dollar bill for some of He's on the dollar bill because <laughs> he's numero uno. Yeah. Numero uno. It is impossible <laughs> to rightly govern the world without God in the Bible. Glory to God. Yeah. And then here's one you might not expect. He's also here. on the quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for some of you that still have change. <laughs> Take four of those be a dollar. Yeah. Uh, Pope John Paul II, every generation of Americans needs to know that freedom consists not in doing what we like, but in having the right to do what we ought. Now that 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 statement is something that's so 
speaks to what's going on in our culture today because we we tout our freedom our liberty uh but that means we we folks want to do anything that they want to do but if but what we have is a responsibility and if we don't uh um uh adhere to our responsibilities, then we'll lose our liberties. Hmm. Uh, Here's General uh, Douglas MacArthur. History fails to record a single precedent in which nations subject to moral decay have not passed into political and economic decline. There's never, there, there has been either a spiritual awakening to overcome the moral lapse or a progressive deterioration leading to ultimate national disaster. It's unbelievable. We're believing for a spiritual awakening. Amen. Amen. Uh, Here's John Adams, another of our founding fathers. Remember, democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts, and murders itself. There never was a democracy yet that did not commit suicide. Wow. So we don't want to see ours commit suicide on our watch. And so um, one of the things that, that Craig and I were talking about before the show, uh, in, on January the 6th, 1941, uh, then uh, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And it's interesting it's January 6th, by the way. Oh, I ain't, that hadn't even crossed my mind. That's a good, yeah. good, good point. I, I, mean, I, I, don't, I mean, that's kind of interesting. It I is mean, interesting. <laughs> you know, because most people know what happened January 6th, yeah. 2021. <laughs> You know, we're, I'm we're sure the, they've been printing history books, getting it in there for everybody to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that being said, this I know, this is just an excerpt of the speech he gave before Congress. In the future days, which we seek to make secure, we look forward to a world founded upon four essential human freedoms. The first is freedom of speech and expression hmm. everywhere in the world. The second is freedom of every person to worship God in his own way everywhere in the world. The third is freedom from want, which translated into world terms means economic understandings, which will secure to every nation a healthy peacetime life for its inhabitants everywhere in the world. The fourth is freedom from fear which translated into world terms means a worldwide reduction of armaments. You have to think this was wartime to such a point and in such a thorough fashion that no nation will be in a position to commit an act of physical aggression against any neighbor anywhere in the world. This is no vision of a distant millennium. It is a definite basis for a kind of world attainable in our own time and generation. This nation has placed its destiny in the hands and heads and hearts of its millions of free men and women and its faith in freedom under the guidance of God. Hmm. And our strength is our unity of purpose. It's powerful. You know, it is interesting because, like I said, it was, it was wartime, and they're trying to come against fear, where it seemed like when we had a, this pandemic, everyone's trying to promote fear. Every one of those four things that were the points of his speech have been under attack in the last 18 months and the, like never before in this nation. And the thing about it is, is that when someone has fear, when, when people, when people have fear, um, they usually want to turn to God or, or come to the church, but then they're told they can't come to church or, or, or among fellow believers, you know? And so the very thing that can help get rid of the fear is the thing that they can't do because they're told they couldn't. Mm-hmm. And to think about, you know, 
I mean, I should have as a business owner have the right for people to come to my my place. You know, and you know, and if a hundred percent occupancy wants to happen, they should be able to allow. You know, I mean, everyone needs to take their own physical risk or, or what, whatever. If, if they don't want to come, they don't have to come. But they shouldn't be told that they can't come. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, you know, basically, they basically told that business how they could operate. And that, that's, you know, that's not their, their right. Yeah, that's um, crazy. You know, and um, the thing is that we let them. You know, you guys, we all voted on that stuff. Yeah. What, the, all the steps they took, we voted to pass that. We just didn't know that we voted on it. All that state of emergency stuff, that's how they were able to do that because we actually voted on that. But they slipped it in under the table, and then they used it for their own whatever purpose is, mm-hmm. if you believe in that. But it's just interesting that all that stuff, the, we gave them that power. And you need to, we need to figure out what that looks like moving forward yeah. in this country because everybody was freaking out. Oh, I can't go here. Everything's shut down. But in most of those states, people voted for that state of emergency stuff to give the government that kind of power to rule over us. And we missed it somewhere along the line because you. I think it was your dad, Craig, that said, or somebody was sharing about that when the what was the disease in the fifties the tuberculosis, they quarantined you yeah. know they'd put people in their homes put a sign out in the yard quarantined whatever but this was the first time they actually shut everybody down and even though there were just how many people were sick isn't that interesting but we yeah. voted for that to happen that's yeah. what's scary well well the thing about it is because we hadn't been involved in politics yes so say, that's exactly we right. let it happen that's right and that's why it's that's why we need to keep you know good bible believing christians that understand not only the bible but the constitution as well yeah because you know there's been some good christians that have ran for office that i didn't vote for because i didn't think they would be the best leaders mm-hmm. i agree you know they might know the bible but you know, it's not just knowing the Bible, knowing the constitution, our constitution, right? And 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 in ruling, you know, not based upon what somebody wants, but based upon you know, we the people. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's not about special interest groups because every, all these lobbyists come in and they're, they're trying to you know promise the world or whatever. But it's about you know, if if I represent the state of Oklahoma, well, Oklahoma, like it or not, all seventy-seven counties, you know, voted Republican. Trump won all seventy-seven counties. You know, in Oklahoma. So, so if I'm representing Oklahoma as a senator or, 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 or something like, like that, then I'm, then I'm going to be more conservative because that's what people in Oklahoma want. Yeah. You know, you know, if I'm if I'm a senator of California, I might be a whole, whole lot different. But but we are the representative of of our district and those kind of things like that. But the government should be about us, the people, not about some controlling interests. And I think it's you know got backwards. And first of all, you know, we've kicked God out of out of the school system. We've kicked God out of the government, and then, you know, and, and I, I don't know why. I mean, you know, you know, we're, we're supposed to be one nation under God, and it, it should be all about God. And obviously, you know, our, our, our former presidents, you know, that here's something else that, that I believe that has, you know, I, I I love President Trump and and think that he, you know, I I personally I don't personally know him, but I personally know a number of people who do know him and and very involved, you know, in in in. And religiously, you know, and praying for him and being involved in all that kind of stuff. And they said, you know, this he wanted to be recognized as the president who prayed the most. I mean, you know, he wasn't like that when he first came in, but but, but there was a you know, great change. But you know what? It's not about President Trump. It's about Jesus Christ and him crucified. Mm. It's about God. You know, some, sometimes, you know, some of our, our 
people are getting more enamored with the person instead of the person yeah. of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's not it's not about a particular candidate because you know a candidate is just there. I mean, a president can only serve for eight years. I mean, there's there's term limits and. and on a lot of different offices, on, but not right now in the U.S. Congress. I mean, there's no term limits, but that's probably needs to change as well. But um, that's a whole other thing, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, you know, I think we need to kick God back into the country. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, take an awakening for that to happen. I believe that's happening. Well, well I think it's time for us in America to, to, to awaken, you know, because— Yeah, you know, that's powerful. I mean, you know, and, and I, you know— uh, Remember, we, we talked about Acts chapter 4, and they prayed for boldness. I think it's time for us to be wow, bold. Wow, that's powerful, yeah. Pray, you know, plus come back to our own company, get bold, and decide, you know what, we're, we're going to go proclaim Jesus Christ. Now, well, now, well in, uh, in, insert this. Um, you know, and I realize this scripture's talking about freedom in Christ, but I think it applies to uh, just as well here to what we're talking about. Galatians 5.1, NIV reads this way, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Mm. Stand firm then and mm-hmm. do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Now Paul's writing the Galatians because they've got these Judaizers going behind where he's preached the gospel and trying to, you, you can you can serve Jesus, that's fine, but you also need to do this. They mm-hmm. want to get them back under the law. Well, but when it comes to freedom in general, in the sense that we're talking about today, um, we need to learn to stand firm and not allow ourselves to be burdened again uh, under some of the stuff like what we just experienced the last 18 months. Um, and because what's, what's happened is we've abdicated our authority uh, over to godless leaders, uh, and our government is supposed to be of the people, by the people, for the people. But there's a philosophy that government is of the government, by the government, for the government. That that's called something, and it's not it's not a democracy. <laughs> that's more like and, and socialism I, and all that other garbage. And, and I think it's really interesting. And if you want to look up on on YouTube or whatever, um, Kenneth E. Hagen, nineteen sixty three prophecy. Yeah, he, he prophesied a lot of these things in nineteen sixty three about the rise of communism. Yep. Mm-hmm. In the rise of socialism, and a lot and of the, he said there would be an he, outpouring. He called too. it socialistic communism. Yep, yes, yep. and and it's exactly what's happening yep. in mm-hmm. America today. You know, um, and and it's scary. Didn't you he prophesy in that same thing? There would be little flames that would start all over the country. Yeah, I think he, that's the same. He, he also prophesied, you know, about revival starting. That's out. powerful, man. You know, and, and I think that obviously, as we've seen the rise of communism, socialism, whatever, now it's time for the little flames. It's, Glory it's to time, God. time to be. You know, remember we used to sing in children's church, "This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine." It's time. It's time to to ignite the flame, like I talked about a few a few months ago. Um, Did you in my guys? Sermon. There was a guy that put together a video. He had that prophecy 1963 prophecy uh brother hagan and then he had the guy have y'all seen the ex kgb guy that came on it was one minister did a video and he put put the two together yeah did you see that no My, that I'm, is sure one on, of the, I'm sure it's on youtube it is on youtube and it's one of the most powerful videos i've seen he played the brother hagan prophecy 1963 prophecy then he brought on this guy this was on a nationally syndicated news program in the 1980s uh this ex kgb officer came and they said basically the whole strategy of these outside powers, countries outside of the U.S., was to interject this strategy into the U.S. And he went through these stages and said the first one was the demoralization of the nation. Then he goes through and said the destabilization or something. And then the third one was 
it's basically like where they create a crisis. And when the guy played the video, it was at the in the beginning stages of COVID. And he said, basically, the powers come in and they seize control of the country. And my God, if that guy didn't describe that in the 1980s, this was a strategy of communist countries to come in and to take over. Basically, they knew they couldn't destroy America from the outside in. Mm -hmm. They couldn't do it. We were too powerful in our military. But if they could put that stuff, that cancer inside of our nation where it would eat itself from the inside out, they knew they can destroy the country. That was the only way they were going to destroy it. But they have released all that stuff in this country since the 1950s. This whole Leninism, Marxism, all this socialism garbage, Mm -hmm. it's been loosed in our schools, universities. Now we got all the the new stuff, which is just the icing on the cake, critical race theory, all these things that are – they're garbage from beginning to end. But the whole purpose is to – just completely destroy the nation. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is we've got to stand up. Well, we got to stand up in our pulpits too, and and stand for freedom and truth. Well, let's also go back to your book. You know, your your one about you know yeah. about unity, and you know that's one thing they're trying to they're trying to divide. They don't want to you know, God's about unity, and they're about division. Yeah, I mean you know I mean everything's about. I mean we are more divided than ever before, and it's you know it's it's amazing that you know even even Christian. You know, folks. I mean, at one point in time, they were unified. Now they're divided over over God. ethnic, you know, everything. Ra- racial, everything, um, bro. You know, political. I mean, you know, but we need to come together. I mean, I mean, when we come together in un- unity, you know, in one place and one accord, that's when the Holy Ghost begins to well, move. Back to FDR's the closing two lines of that speech. It's faith and freedom under the guidance of God. And our strength is our unity of purpose. Wow. Yeah. That, that rings out even better. Yeah. There. You know, and it is amazing when, when we read things from, from the past. And yeah. I know a lot of people don't want to read things from the past, how it's, it's prevalent, you know, for our future. Yeah. And like we read a moment ago of Douglas MacArthur, that we, in, in studying history, um, uh, going in nations subject to moral decay, they then pass into political and economic decline. And one of two things happens, he said, is either a spiritual awakening to overcome the moral lapse or a progressive deterioration leading to ultimate national disaster. That's unbelievable, We are at man. the tipping point. You know, and, and I think going back to what originally you know, was July 4th, and, you know, I think July 4th to become more about shooting fireworks, you know, and, and having a, a barbecue, having a grill with, with, your, with your family and friends that it is about, you know, celebrating our nation, yeah. you know, and, and I think that's, that's wrong. I mean, you know, it's, it should be about, you know, let's celebrate our nation and what, what God has done through our nation. I mean, you know, it's, um, I mean, it's always been one nation under God. And I, I know that, you know, the people, they're trying to change all that kind of stuff, but you know what, you know, we need to, to be a praying nation. Mm. You know, when I mean, you know, even even go out in the Old Testament, if my people, you know, are, are humble by, the, you know, they'll begin to pray, and God will heal our land. And I think that's where we we need to start. start Amen. Start out praying for this nation. Amen. And I think that's one thing that Mom has tried to, you know, put here at Rain Bible Church last Sunday night of every of every month. We're, we're praying. We're praying for this nation. We're we're praying for um, the country. We're we're praying for our graduates around the world. I mean, we're you know, I mean, because you know, it starts in prayer. And, um, you know, it's, there's so much division and so much, I mean, you know, that's, that's not God. I mean, God's, you know, about unity and harmony. And well, what happens when we're divided? I mean, the scripture says 
we can't stand. Yeah. And that that's it always is going to come precede us falling yeah. is the division. Hey, we're praying too, man. Yeah. You guys are setting the example and we're catching it by the spirit. We're praying too. Well, and going back to the Lee Greenland song you were singing before the podcast. Do you, you really mean, want me to sing that? No, no but, but I'm saying. <laughs> but, I, I but, do. But, but it says, I proudly stand up. You know, next to Glory you. I mean, to you know, God. I mean, you know, and it's time for us to stand up next to each other, brothers and sisters. That doesn't matter Man. You know, where you came from, what color, what race, you know, what, you know, ethnic background. You know, I don't care. It's time to stand up, you know, and be proud to be an American. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. love what you just read, reiterated again on that last quote of that. It's our common purpose and vision that yeah. brings us together. And, uh, you know, freedom's a powerful. We, our country has always had. A, really a, 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 a high morale and we were always proud of our flag and you know the military and our freedoms and all that this is only in the last 20 30 40 years of our nation's history that this stuff when it was introduced into the universities and people started getting that socialistic thinking now a lot of those people are in power and they're pushing away from the freedom but man, coming together around freedom and standing yeah. up, saying it now, there's never been a better time and a more important time for people to stand together for freedom. Well, and we hadn't, ah. talk, we hadn't talked about this, but you know, I, I I'm a firm believer that God raised up this nation to uh, uh, befriend and defend Israel. Mm. Oh yes, yes. And and, and uh, we that is that is uh, on shaky ground right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, you know. It, it is interesting, you know. I, I know our former president Trump. I mean, you know, one of the things that he endeavored to do was make sure that we, you know, did what we needed to for, for Israel. We, put we, the embassy in Jerusalem. Moved the embassy. You know, we we defended Israel, and you know, and I mean, that's what that's that's what the Bible says we should do. Yeah. It's no wonder why uh, President Trump uh, got such a terrible name because he was for Israel, most pro-Christian president that's ever been in our history. And my my, uh, you just don't have charismatic, uh, evangelical ministers, 130 of them there in the White House, and you're friends with really some powerful men and women of God that are personally praying for you. There's never been a more pro-Christian, pro-Israel, pro— I mean, he's the most anti-racist president, in my opinion, yeah. it's ever been. Yeah. He was pro-every. I mean, and even as a conservative, he still was somewhat pro for— the LGBTQ communities. I mean, in some way, that's you never had a fuller package as a conservative president, but they hated him because he stood for all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, you and know, he stood for America. But I think something else too. I, mean, I said he had the America First, you know, platform. But something else I think is also. I mean, President Trump. I mean, in his former you know life, you know, wasn't the most godly person in the world. Yeah. But you know, neither was Paul. That's what I was yeah, just saying. Powerful. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing about God can use you, and, and, and it may be listening out there. You're thinking, man, I haven't been the most godly person in the world either. You know, but God can use you in spite of your faults, in spite of your thing. You know, and like I said, I mean, probably back whenever President Trump having the quote unquote Playboy type days. I mean, no one ever thought he would go down on history as being one of the most godly presidents ever. You know, I mean, you know, never thought that. But you know yep. what? You know, maybe your life hasn't been the way it should, but maybe Rainbow Bible Training College is is your next step. You know, maybe you're saying, you know what? I mean, 
I just don't, things aren't, hadn't been right. I, I don't know what it is. My grandfather talked about is, you know, taking a shower with your socks on or, you know, <laughs> you know, taking a bath with your socks on or whatever. It doesn't feel right. I mean, not, not you're, you're getting clean, but you're not feeling right. And so, you know, maybe you should check out Raymond Bible Training College, rbtc.org. Just encourage you to go to the website, um, check it out, um, give us your information, and we'll have one, one of our um, student ambassadors give you a call, maybe set up a tour for you. And, and you know, um, you know, here at Rayma, I mean, you, you, can, you can come and you can learn about the Word of God and learn about the importance. And, and I believe that, that we need young men, and even older, older men and women, um, you know, to learn more about the Word, learn about our, our Christian rights. You know, we, we, I, think, I believe we should learn both about our Christian rights and our constitutional rights. And um, I think that's very, very important because, um, you know, this isn't going to be the last pandemic. This isn't going to be the last uh, government oh, overreach. I mean, it's, it's, going to, it's going to come in the future, and um, we need to be prepared. And I think the one thing, I don't know how many messages I preached on fear during the whole COVID thing, you know, and people still were afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's interesting, how many messages do we hear on fear from the Bible? I mean, you know, you know, you know that God has not given us a spirit of fear. But, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's people were fearful, and people still are fearful. Yeah. And, you know, in it's time, you know, if we know our Lord and Savior, who are we supposed to fear? Amen? Nobody. Hey, I was watching the health and freedom thing that y'all had here yeah. uh, a couple of months ago. And if I had, I, I probably had about a 1%, a little bit of fear still lingering in the background. And after yeah. I watched that event, I, I was fear-free in regards to COVID. Um, that You guys did an awesome job on that. And uh, what it was like ringing the bell of truth. And freedom, and I, I, I know a lot of people were really touched by that uh, event. Those who were watching online, I know there was a bunch of folks here in the buildings. But yeah, that was that was an awesome. When truth and information comes through, and that's what's been hampered. That's why you see people getting kicked off social media. The worst thing <laughs> to combat a lie is the truth. Yeah. So they're shutting people out, kicking them off social media because they don't want they don't want the truth out. They want to control the narrative, but you guys did an awesome job with that. Just knowing that COVID was 100% curable, it wasn't anything, people should not have died from it. Uh, you know, they, they could have got the right medicine and treatment for that. And that's what was scary in the beginning. People didn't know, how is this going to affect me? Am I going to be able to get treatment for it? And most people thought, no. But when you guys got out there and preached that like you did, man, it, it really totally set me and a ton of others free not just about COVID, but about a lot of different things. Yeah. The, the truth is out there, and there's people out there that are suppressing that truth. And we got to, that's, they're fighting against that freedom. Well, but one of the things that we never heard, you know, I've talked to a lot of doctors during the whole COVID thing. One of the best things we can do for COVID is make our immune system better by, by taking, you know, certain vitamins and, you know, certain things. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, I know from, from, I actually, even this is, I started taking more vitamin D, you know, you know, more, I got on a multi multivitamin pack and all these kind of things. And you never heard it. I mean, you know, wouldn't you think the doctors, if they're really concerned about our immune system, they would help us build our immune systems because that's one of the biggest things to fight COVID is make sure you have a strong immune system, you know, but that's not always the case. Well, like you said about, uh, the term big pharma, I mean, those guys are, uh, they're killing it with the, <laughs> the money they're making. It all goes. Follow the money, man. You'll go. It all lead you back to the truth. <laughs> yeah, you know, Pastor Darren. Um, it is amazing how it seemed that everyone was trying to hide the truth from everybody. I mean, you know, we put things on social media that 
you know, and that didn't promote fear, they want to take it down. You know, whether it promoted religion, whether it promoted, you know, other, you know, other treatments for COVID and, and all that, you know, and, you know, they, 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 everyone, they wanted it to be about do whatever they wanted to be done. And I think in some, some ways they didn't want people, they didn't want to cure COVID because they were afraid that, that if, if this country doesn't have, if, they, if, if we, as long as we stay in fear, then that might affect the presidential race. And I think well, that a fearful people now you're getting are in on some of that, uh, controlled. You're getting yes. in some of them conspiracy theories now. Yeah, well. <laughs> I actually believe what you just said, but well, that's here well, nor there. Yeah, I mean, you understand, you know, things that used to be conspiracy theories, like, like if, if I was to lay out the plan of what happened in, in 2020 and 2021, I mean, everyone would say, man, that's, you know, if, I, if I laid exactly what's going to happen, everyone would say, man, you're, you're a conspiracy theory theorist. I'm like, no, I mean, you know, I, who knows who can play now? Anyway, well, let's kind of get back to, to loving our country. I mean, that's what yeah. it's all about. So about July the 4th, and, you know, and this, it's, it's about our country and celebrating um, the freedom that we have, you know, and um, I know you said you had some kind of quote. You, yeah, uh, you know, Tony, since he was making such uh, profound quotes. Is, is, from this, is this a Darren Baldwin no, quote? No, no, this is not a Darren Baldwin quote. It's probably uh, Jerry Clower. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you guys, let me know if you recognize this quote. It says, they love our milk and honey, but they preach about some other way of living. When they're running down our country, Hoss, they're walking on the fighting side of me. Y'all know where that quote comes from? Yep. It's that, something that's song. Waylon Jennings or Merle Haggard. That's Merle Haggard. <laughs> uh, isn't that interesting? They yeah. say, like, uh, some of these folks, they say, oh, if my presidential candidate doesn't win, I'm moving. And I'm thinking, like, please move. <laughs> We'd be way better off. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, it's – but, like I said, one, once again – we it should be we we should be okay to be proud about our country. Yeah, we should be okay to to, to gladly fly our flag yeah. and, and support our military, support our police. And I mean, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. If if I wouldn't want to be a, a police officer right now in in mm. in, the, in 2021, no, because I mean, you know, I mean, you know, when when I was a kid, everyone wanted to be a policeman, a fireman. Yep. I mean, it was like you know. But yep. you know, now I'm like, man, I wouldn't want my kids. And it's, it's not about. I mean, it's just, it's there's so much political pressure. I mean, the the job itself is hard enough. You know, um, you know, to have to deal with 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 um crazy people. You know, you know, drunk people, people high, and you know, and all, all you know, domestic abuse, you know, all that kind of stuff. And now to have to deal with all the political thing. If you made, you know. Sometimes they have split second decision to, to do something, and if you make the wrong choice in that split second, you know, you know, it it, it can be, you know, you know, cost you your career, yeah. and, and it's you know, it's unfortunate. It and, is unfortunate. And, and um, you know, I'm I'm have been, during this whole ordeal, I, I become very close with with a number of officers, and you know, and I appreciate those those, those men and women. Yeah. I mean, I was actually talking to a young lady who who's an officer, you know, about. That you know, and and she's Caucasian, and and she says, you know, Craig, I, I really, when it, whenever they it comes on the radio about the, some dispute, and you know, and it happens, you know, and it's sad because when it says it's it's an African American, I think twice because I don't want to, if I get there and and something happens and I end up pulling my gun, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know, you know, you know, and and you know, because I don't think about that when if it, if you know. 
you know, Caucasian or, or whatever, and, and that's sad. It's, it shouldn't be about, you know, someone's color of the skin. It's about, you know, upholding the law and doing what they think is best. You know, now, now I'm not here for officer abuse. That's not, that's not you know, good either. But, but this lady, I mean, she's just trying to do her job yeah. and try not to get killed. Yeah. I mean, she said, Craig, I, I mean, you know, you know if, if I hesitate, I could lose my life because I hesitated. You know, and like it or not, if someone has a knife, that, that, that's a lethal weapon. You know, so yeah. it's like, you know, and, and I, and I, I thanked her for her service. And we, we, had, we had a long conversation about, about, you know, that and things that we don't think about. I mean, I mean, like I said, you know, please, anytime that you see a, 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 well, a military veteran or, or an active service member or, or a police officer, fireman, thank them for what they do for our country. Um, you know, because, you know, so many people that aren't thankful. I mean, you know, I mean, it's. Hey, uh, during the, uh, uh, after the January 6th date, I was traveling somewhere in an airport and a lot of those guys that were coming back from, back from, 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 DC, from DC, yeah. Uh, it was a few, maybe a few weeks after that. I walked through a whole corridor in the you, airport. You know they're still there. Yeah, that's what I read the other day. Yeah. I walked through a, one of the, whatever, you know, the terminals at the airport, and there was guys staggered throughout the whole tour. I walked up to every single one of them, probably 25 of them, shook their hand and said, thank you for your service. And, you know, those guys appreciate that. But I wanted them to know I appreciate them because uh, they are. They're keeping our country safe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's embarrassing that we've gotten to the point where you can't even recognize our own service men and women and be proud of them. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable, but God's moving, man. And, uh, I believe some of this stuff's coming back to the surface because of things like what you're doing, Craig, you're standing up for the country in a godly manner. And I wish every pastor would do what you're doing, you know, do what the Lord leads you to do, but it's, we need to stand up for what we have while we have it. <laughs> I mean, literally, I mean, we're here to save the world, you know, both naturally and spiritually, you know, you know, we're here to, to bring forth truth and, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, and, and try to bring forth love and, and, and hope and healing and help. I mean, you know, I mean, that's our model for, for the church. I mean, we want to, you know, help, help people. I know, I know, Tony, you have some more things on July. I don't, I don't you know, we, you know, we kind of gone quite a, quite a, you know, maybe you know, when you have Darren here, you, you kind of oh, yeah. blame go. it all on the new guy. <laughs> blame it all on the new guy. Hey, I want to say one more thing. Yeah. While I was stirred about it. I said to you guys at lunch uh, today, I feel like the destiny of our country and the destiny of the church are linked. Yeah. Uh, there's something supernatural and powerful in these last days that God wants to do through America in particular that, and the church has something to do with that. Uh, I think our destinies are intertwined, the church and, and the nation, uh, that we live in the United States of America, our destinies are connected and there's something powerful that the Lord's doing. Uh, so yeah, I like what you say, man, get involved, get involved, at least pray. Yeah. At, at least you know. pray, at least my God, buy a copy of the constitution and read it, yeah. find out what it means. Cause there's a lot of jokers out there that have no idea what it is, what it means. And they don't represent it. Uh, a lot of politicians, but that document's powerful. And, and I want to encourage, you know, we we found out during this pandemic that the school board members have a lot of power. Mm. I mean, you know, they're the ones that control the school. I mean, you know, even going back to Governor Cuomo, remember he was trying to say, no, you don't have any control. It's, it's about the school board. Has, they have all the control about, mm. about what's going on. And then city council. I mean, yep. city council have, um, 
you know, controls. I mean, a lot of times the governor like here in Oklahoma, our governor says, I'm not going to pass any mandates, but the city council did. Wow. You know, and so it's not just the mayor, it's the whole city council. So, so what, what I'm saying, I mean, I mean, you know, run for dog catcher, run for, you know, it, 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 <laughs> You know, I joke about That'd that. That'd be a good job for Tony, I think. <laughs> I joke about that, but, but I, mean, I mean, you know, get involved in, in commission, you know, different commissions thing. And I believe that every pastor should be more involved, you know, in the city that, that, that they pastor in. I mean, you know, um, I think um, it's powerful. I mean, you know, I, I, I've became good friends with, with, you know, our former mayor, Broken Arrow, who, who, who didn't win re-election. And I'm really good friends with our current mayor, Broken Arrow. And, and I've told them that we want to we wanna do a lot of things together because our churches, are, I live in Tulsa, but our churches are Broken Arrow. And I want to be involved in, in, in things we do in the city. And, you know, it's, it's awesome that, 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 you know, I'll, we text each other, you know, once or twice a week, you know, just, you know, you know, I'm here to help, help her and she's, here, you know, help help us. I mean, you know, because I think we should work together with our mm. city officials and and be a part it's of the powerful. community. And, and I, I think, I think as a pastor and just as as a Christian, I think we need we need to get get involved. I mean, you know, and that's that's what I endeavor to do. And and um, you know, I, I became the precinct coordinator for for you know my precinct, precinct one sixty seven in Tulsa County, and you know, got involved in the countywide, got involved in the state, and. And got involved in national situations, so and you know, just you know, doing what I can to do my part, um, you know, and, and you know, it's, it's, I have constitutional rights, and um, that's that's what I endeavor to do, and and I and I encourage everybody to to stand up for the constitutional rights, and I think July Fourth is a great time to talk about that. I agree, man. Because you know, in seventeen seven, think about if we were if if we were having this conversation, it wouldn't be on podcast. Or seventeen seventy six. I mean, what would people say? Hey, well, you know. You realize, you know, for us to sign that declaration, we're 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 coming against, uh, you know, our country. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I don't, I, I may be off by a few months, but I'm pretty close, and it it bears mentioning, the mere signing of that Declaration of Independence, was not the end of, of um, no. establishing our independence. It was three and a half years, I think, of fighting yeah. with the British before. For we were fully free, even and, and, though we did. But, but it get, was a document that they signed, the, 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 Continental Congress, that, that says, "Hey, we're going to fight for our independence." Yeah. And like like you said, Tony, a number of the signers of the Declaration of Independence they, they lost a lot, a lot of life lot of, and fortune. You know, life yeah. and fortune. You know, not all of them made it those three and a yeah. half years or however long it, it took. You know, I mean, you know, you know. It's, it's it's interesting because you know we, we we in fact we don't hear about a, a lot of those folks we never hear about you yeah. know everyone knows John Hancock because he just, he has the biggest <laughs> handwriting. <laughs> That's you hilarious. Know. So do you ever do you think that whenever he signed that he he was like man people are going to talk about me for the rest of my I mean for for, for the you know, rest of this country his his name would become synonymous with signature. signing anything yeah. You know, give us your John Hancock. Put your John That's hilarious. Hancock right here. I mean, you know, I mean, interesting. You know, we don't realize how how one thing that we can do can, can literally have an effect on everybody. You know, w- one little thing, like I said, j- just just because he signed bigger than everybody else. I mean, how how that became, you know, you know, everyone when they you know, they want your signature. Hey, get, can I have your John Hancock? And I think he had an ego problem. Maybe he yeah, just wanted everybody to. Maybe he just had big handwriting. <laughs> who knows but you know like i said once again while, while you're shooting off fireworks um you know 
eating your hamburgers, hot dogs, and driving your Chevy to the levee, <laughs> or, or you know, watching a baseball game, whatever you're doing on July the Fourth, I want you to remember, you know, you know that there were there are men and women that paid the ultimate price, hmm. you know, um, on different places in the battlefield, so that you could live a life free. You know, and so not only, you know, our, you know, I, I think it's a good time to, to think about our freedoms. First of all, our freedom of religion and you know, think about Jesus Christ, but also, you know, you know, think about the, the people that, that are serving our country, you know, and, and we need to pray for our, our government, you know, whether they're your political party or not. You know, you know, God can still, you know, you don't realize that God can use the, the other political party and, and, and God can change minds and change hearts and, you know, and, uh, you know, you know, it's we should we should be praying. That's the Bible yeah. talks about to pray for our leaders. Amen. And, and God's I, used donkeys before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not going to go there. But, uh, <laughs> on, <laughs> wow. Anyway, so um, that's good. That's good. Praise God. On that note, I think it's time to end the podcast. But but seriously, we we do need to pray for our government and pray for. You know, wisdom. Pray for knowledge, and and, and 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 pray for God's will being done in this nation. You know, and and you know, I, I praise God for our freedoms, and I, I intend to do the best I can to make sure we stay a free nation. Amen. You know, and you know, and I, I think that you know we make the same kind of commitment they made in 1776. You know, that we're we're committed to be one nation under God. You know, and we're going to let God drive this nation. You know, because yes. God, God's not through yet. No, and, and, and I, I believe we're going to see the fulfillment of 1963 prophecy. Yes, glory to God. And we're going to see. We're going to see. You know, the fire revival bursting out all over America. Yes, and um, you know, and not just all America, all over the world, because yes. you know. It's basically, so goes America, so goes the world. Well, you know, so goes the family, so goes the church. Yeah. So goes the church, so goes America, so goes America, so goes the world. Mm. Yeah, so, so you know, mm. once again, while, while you're having your celebration, um, you know, I mean, thank God for our freedoms and our rights to live in America. And, um, you know, don't be afraid to wear your, wear your patriotic gear. Don't be afraid to, to wave the American flag. I mean, you know, and I don't care if your neighbors, you know, say that you're you're some kind of weirdo or right wing extremist or whatever, you know, just to say, well, you know what? If that's so, be it. That's what I am. I'm I'm a I'm a Bible thumping, God believing, you know, gun toting, <laughs> gun toting, you know, <laughs> proud American, and you know, once again, uh, I, I love the song Lee Greenwood, proud to be an American. You know, and I, I am proud to be an American, I'm proud to be a Christian, proud to be American. Amen. And, you know, anyone who knows me knows that I'm a proud Christian and a proud American. Amen. And I'm just trying to do my part, you know, to help change the world, both naturally and spiritually. And, Amen. And, and I believe that, you know, there's men and women out there that have been given a call, you know, to help run this nation. And, and um, you know, I'm, I just, I'm just praying for them, pray, praying, praying that God will, will, will give them boldness to be able to, to, you know, I know we have people in Congress right now that, that are, are going are voting against their conscience, you know, because they don't have that boldness. Because, you wow. know, I mean, you, you understand, we learned peer pressure when we were in kids in school. Yeah. You know, and that peer pressure doesn't go away. I mean, you know, in Congress, I mean, think about all the peer pressure. I mean, you know, so right now it's basically if you're not voting with your party, you're getting peer pressure. And that shouldn't be that way. You should be able to vote for what you believe is right. 
you know, in, you know, constitutionally, and I believe you know, based upon the Bible and based upon on how we feel, not, not, not necessarily how somebody paid us to vote or someone mm -hmm. talked us into voting. And, and if you don't vote the way, we're, we're, we're going to censure you and get you out of Congress and blah, blah, blah. So on that note, may, maybe you're out there and you're like, you know, well, I'm a proud American. I'm a proud Christian. Maybe you might consider coming to Rainbow Bible Training College. I don't care if you're, if you're 18, 35, 65, or 83. I tell you what, it's never too late to learn more about the Word of God. rbtc.org. If you'll just go to that website, find more information about the college. Maybe it's like, well, you know, I'm not interested in that, but, but I have grandchildren. I have children. Um, I got nieces, nephews, relatives that, that really might want to come to Rama Bible Training College. And so rbtc.org, look, you know, find out more about Rama. Um, if you would, give us your information, and we'll, we'll have someone call you. And we're accepting applications right now for the 2021-2022 school year. It starts on September the 1st, um, 2021. So it's coming up soon. Here before you know it. Yeah. Well, praise God, the way we want to end today's broadcast, the way we win every broadcast here at Rama, we're bringing hope, help, and healing to the world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful 4th of July.